I don't know about you, but I have this huge keychain filled with car keys, house keys, all the keys, and it can be really frustrating when you're getting home and you've got, you know, your hands full of groceries and all the things, and you have to try to figure out which key fits into that lock. And you try them all, and you're like sweating in the sun and just so frustrated. And then finally, finally, you find the right key and it opens the door and you get to go into your house. But until then, you're just like a bundle of frustration. Nothing seems to be working. Why aren't these keys working? And a lot of us feel the same when it comes to our email marketing, right? We've tried so many different things. We've listened to all the people. We're doing the dang thing, but it's not working. Why? Why is that happening? So today we're going to talk about five mistakes that you might be making in your email marketing and how you can fix it. Have you ever wanted a bossy big sister for your business? Someone to tell you exactly what to do to create high converting copy so you can close your laptop with confidence knowing that you've created words that work? Welcome to the Copywriting for Business Owners podcast. Hi, I'm Megan Wisdom, a certified copywriter and bona fide big sis who's helped five, six, and seven figure business owners make thousands of dollars through email marketing. Listen, I understand how exhausting it is to find leads and try to make money online, but it is possible for you to grow your business. You just don't know how. Let me teach you. I'll share copywriting and email marketing tips to help your business connect with your ideal clients who will actually buy. It's time to stop struggling. Let's start selling. Before we get started, I want to tell you about a brand new offer that we're just launching out into the world. And this is a hands-off, high-converting, full-service email marketing package. So if you are one of those people who are just completely frustrated with email marketing right now, listen, this might be for you. It's kind of like a VA and a conversion copywriter had a baby, except that baby actually helps you make more sales using story-driven, personality-filled email, and it's all based on data and market research just for you. So if you're ready to step into a true CEO role and focus on what you do best, then check out this new opportunity. The link will be in the show notes. And right now we're only taking on no more than four clients. So be sure to click that link and find out more. Alrighty, let's talk about the five mistakes that you might be making that could be causing your email list to be less engaged or causing your conversion rates to be lower. The very first thing is lack of storytelling. Now, last week we did a live storytelling exercise with Lauren Fulton, and I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to that episode because you will hear through that process of brainstorming storytelling together how she understood the importance of storytelling and how she heard you hear that shift in her voice when she suddenly gets it, like this light bulb moment of how the story actually communicated the value beyond the value of the product. And that's why I believe storytelling is so important in email marketing. One, it helps communicate the value of your product or service on an emotional level that connects in our brains in a whole different way. But number two, listen, we haven't talked about AI yet, but in this world that's going to be increasingly using AI to generate content, the only thing that's going to help you stand apart is being able to tell your story, to show your personality. You have something that no one else has, and you need to be able to communicate that. It will increase your loyalty between your customers because they're going to know you better and they're going to trust you better and they're going to come to you whenever they have a need that you can help them with. So storytelling is a very important part of email marketing you should be using. So that could be the number one thing you're doing wrong. Number two, overwhelming subscribers with frequent emails. We've talked about this in prior episode as well. 
But if you bombard people with emails, you're going to annoy them and they're going to unsubscribe. I literally just had this conversation this week. I was talking on a Facebook board with other business owners. So I thought, but we had some consumers that jumped into the conversation and they were sharing about their frustration with email marketing about if they are going to receive daily emails that they're going to automatically unsubscribe no matter how much they love your product or service, which fair enough. We've already talked about how you shouldn't be emailing every single day. But there is this fine line between too much and too little. And I always err on the side of less is more unless you're launching a product. So make sure you strike a balance between that. Make sure you're sending out emails that are reasonable. But when you do send out emails, like make sure it's like the bomb.com. You want to provide so much value that people aren't going to unsubscribe and they're going to look forward to what you provide in their inbox. Number three, this mistake you might be making, it's ignoring mobile optimization. So to be honest, most people are checking emails on their mobile devices, and you can actually look up how many of your people are checking your email on their phones versus desktop. Many of your email service providers will track that metric. But regardless, you need to have all of your emails optimized for mobile. And the number one thing I see, the problem that I see people disregarding in this aspect is graphics. Think about what happens if you have a phone that switches over to night mode, then your screen goes black, right? What happens if you have graphics in your email? The screen's going to go black. And then if that graphic has like a white background and you've been typing on a white background, suddenly you're going to have this weird square sticking out and the text is going to look, it's just going to look funky. So be aware of the images that you use and consider using transparent images. So that way it's not going to be really weird. You can usually look before you send, you know, do preview of your email and switch it to night mode in your email service provider. Many provide this option for you so you can see what it looks like in that mode. But think about, is this going to be easy to read on a phone? You want to consider your font size, bolding, the different way you formatted your email, make it easy to read. And this is also why you want to have plenty of spaces in between your text. It's just so much easier to read, especially for 40 year old eyes like mine. Okay, number four, the fourth mistake you might be making is a lack of a clear call to action. Maybe I should say it this way. Some of you are using way too many calls to action. You should really only have one thing that you want a person to do when they open the email. And it can be click to purchase this thing. It can be click to read this blog post or listen to this podcast or whatever, but you should not be asking them to take multiple actions. Focus on the one thing that you want them to do. Now, I get it. If you have a newsletter format, you might have some different uh, standard buttons that include like Instagram feed or like a product that's static always on your newsletter. But I'm talking about the body of the text. What is it that you want them to do to learn to know and only focus on that one thing? Otherwise, you're going to confuse them and confused buyers don't click. Confused buyers don't buy. All right. Number five, the fifth mistake you might be making is not tracking your metrics. Well, I just mentioned that we're going to have this amazing new hands-off, complete full-service email marketing package that's available. And one of the things that we do in that is that we consistently track your metrics. We analyze them. We restructure our strategy at the end of every month based on the data. You need to be looking at your data and seeing what is your open rate? What is your click-through rate? What are your conversion rates? Is there a time of day that your emails are read more often? 
If you're just throwing emails out into the world and never looking at your metrics and making data-informed decisions, then you are just kind of wasting your time, to be honest. So let's make sure you're tracking those metrics. All right, to recap, number one mistake, lack of storytelling in your email marketing. Number two, emailing too frequently. Number three, ignoring mobile optimization. Number four, having way too many calls to action. You just need one. And number five, failing to analyze and track your metric. So if you are sitting here right now thinking, oh my gosh, I do all of those things. That's okay. No worries. Let's just pick one thing and not feel overwhelmed. And we're going to tackle that. We're going to eat the elephant one bite at a time. Okay. So pick one thing from that list of five mistakes and start changing it today. So your email list will be more robust tomorrow. Hey, real quick before you go, if you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I'd be so grateful if you shared it with a business bestie or better yet, leave a review on iTunes because by doing so, you'll help this podcast reach more business owners who can learn how to use copywriting to grow their businesses. And that's what we're all about here. So thanks. 